DND Outdoors is brought to you by Headline Outdoors. Go download the Headline Outdoors app on Roku or Amazon Fire TV and stay up to date with all of Dell and Dustin's adventures and watch plenty of other hunting and fishing shows. DND Outdoors is also brought to you by the Southwestern Outdoorsman. Head on over to southwesternoutdoorsman.com and read articles, stay up to date with everything that's happening in the hunting world. Fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy brings. And welcome back, everyone, to D&D Outdoors today on the show. Well, it's our first time you're going to see our beautiful faces on YouTube in a while, because this show will now be uploaded on YouTube. Uh, we got Alaska Bean trying to pull off of California or Washington. A new world record muskox possibly into Macon. And Dustin is going to enlighten us. On a crocodile issue happening over there in Africa with some fellow U.S. hunters that just don't know how to stay out of the drama and uh, doing stupid stuff. How are you doing today, Dustin? <laughs> Pretty good. I feel like I can get thrown under the bus here, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're good, man. If the ship goes down, we go down together. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, it ain't going to be that bad. Nah, it won't be that bad at all. Oh Lord, how that's, how's the weather going out there? Living in that drama. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. How's the weather going out your way? Uh, it is currently forty-six degrees, and we're looking at for a rainstorm moving in Whew. in the next did few you, minutes. Did you get to break out? You didn't break out your tractors this year. Your tractor uh, plow. We have made it through two snowstorms, and I have yet to see a flurry of snow. <laughs> oh, supposed to be Lord. another one Tuesday, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah, we're supposed <laughs> to be down in the negatives out here on starting on Monday and Tuesday for next week. Be a little chilly. It was fifty today. <sighs> yeah. It's, let's see. What's the temperature right now? It is forty-eight degrees. So not too bad. Not too bad. Oh man. Well, if. You're ready to start hunting season, starting to pick back up. So the Arizona elk and pronghorn draw is open. So if you want to go on Arizona, go ahead. You know, you'll be, you'll be able to. The draw is open. I will be, of course, putting in for my home state as well. And we'll go from there on that. Hopefully have some fun with it. Hopefully get drawn this year. Who knows? What, what's another year not getting drawn in Arizona at this point? <laughs> Maybe you got better luck being a non-resident. Well, I'm technically a resident still because I bought a Arizona lifetime hunting tag. So that puts me in the resident pool. How does that work even though you don't live there? I just pay a non-resident fee. Okay. But since you, once you, if you buy the Arizona, if you're, cause I was a resident when I bought it. So if you buy an Arizona resident hunting license, for your the rest of your life, you pay. You don't have to keep buying the hunting license. So you have to buy oh. like a. So by buying that, it puts you guaranteed in the resident draw every year. You just pay the non-resident prices if you get drawn. Can you also put in for the non-resident draw? No, it's all one draw. Oh, so you can't they double don't distinguish, your chances. Yeah, they don't distinguish resident from non-resident, unfortunately, on it. So we. We will have to see how that goes. It'll be it'll be interesting. Hopefully, I get drawn for elk. I don't know if I want to pay that much, but hopefully, I do. 
Hopefully I get a big one. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. But might as well drive right into the tailgate spices, spicy, dumb law coming up. Oh, man. Alaska. Alaska's new proposal would close resident caribou hunting in northwest Alaska. Now, proposal 3 and 38 will be debated and voted on during the meetings that are scheduled on the 26th to 29th in Kotzebue. Now, say that three times fast. If passed, proposal 3 would close unit 21D, the remainder 22, 23, 24B, the remainder 24C, 24D, and 26A, all to non-resident caribou hunting. Proposal 38 would close unit 38, or my bad, proposal bleh, Proposal 2 would close a bunch of, proposal 38 would close units in unit 23 to non-resident hunting. Proposal 2, 36 to 37, reduce bag limits for resident hunters, but it doesn't make it, there's unclear if this would have impact on subsistence hunting. Um, state law, I mean, it's just, just being dumb again out there. Essentially, this would close off the largest caribou herd in North America to hunting for non-residents. And the thing with it not specifying if they're going to get rid of non-substance hunting is how are the, you know, like a lot of people in Alaska survive off the land. Yeah. They're reducing the bag limits for substance hunters. How's that going to work out too? Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to hurt on the, the, the common folks here like us. Yeah. So it's going to also, you know, that... I mean, that's just, what's the best way to put it? That's a lot of economic downturn. If you think of all the hunters that won't be able to go and hunt now because of it. And the pop, I don't know. It's just, these laws are starting not to make sense. It'll be interesting to see if it gets passed. Alaska has done dumb crap like this in the past, though. Um. So... It just doesn't make, I don't know. I mean, if you think of it, the economic impact alone will be the towns. Pretty sure you pretty much have to fly everywhere in damn Alaska to get up to the Northern Territory. So you're going to impact the charter pilots and whatever the guides, whatever else comes you involved in it. Kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how they're thinking of it. You know, it's going to also, like always, if it goes through, it's just the beginning of the end for hunting in Alaska, which will be interesting. I don't, I don't think they'd fully close hunting down, but I mean that's one of the biggest hunting areas for caribou. Um, so I guess we'll have to see how that plays out, eh? I, I'd hate to think they'd pass it. Yeah, you would think, but this is the feds you're talking about. You mean you? And I think that's also that's the problem with Alaska as well is a lot of it is um oh, what's the best way to put it? A lot of it's federal land out there. It's not a lot of state land. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. So my understanding this is gonna be on the federal all all this land is federal land up there. I'm not sure exactly how true that is, but I don't know, it's cost of you. You're out there, I guess. You know, go do your thing. 
hopefully they don't shut it down. I mean, hopefully someday I make enough money to go shoot caribou hunting. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. But if they keep shutting things down, I don't think I'll be able to. No. Oh, you are a man of lots of wise words and wisdom right now, Dustin. I, it, it baffles me how uh, people can... If you're relying... Uh, I, I was watching... Words, Dustin, words. I'm channeling <laughs> Joe Biden at the moment. It sounds <laughs> like it. Oh, my goodness. We were watching... Outdoor Boys on YouTube. It's a okay. lawyer. It's a lawyer in Northern Virginia with two or three boys, and he had went out to Alaska. Uh huh. And they was going through the grocery store, and it's like ten dollars for a box of cereal because of all the what it costs to get the food out there. And he's explaining that a lot of the food in Alaska is coming from you know what they can catch kill whatever they're living off the lands and that would just cripple them really i would like to think yeah no it would i mean you're paying ten dollars for a gallon of milk i don't even want to know what meat prices is yeah and also but you think of it too those the villages that are heavily separated from that are just flying services two three hundred people on the edge of the arctic circle they don't even some of them i mean they don't really get groceries adequately so you have to live off the land so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out i mean we guess we'll have an update for you guys here yeah the first week of february because that's when the board meeting will be over with i'm a betting man i'm going to say they close it they probably will but i'd hope that they don't yeah just how just how everything seems to be going right now against hunters, but I bet that they close it. But we we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully they prove us wrong. We'll be back back for word from our buddies over at Pure Pro. So just go get yourself a Pure Pro. You know they're the most comfortable damn things out there. I think I can say damn on a podcast on YouTube. I guess we'll find out if we get strike. You know on it. <laughs> so yeah, you know a hunting season coming to an end here. Um, you know, you can use your Pure Pro for just sitting in the gyms. If you're watching basketball or, you know, you get to go watch your kids have a fun tournament someplace, just head on over to www.pur-pro.com and get yours today. You sitting on your Pure Pro right now, Dustin? I am not. No, neither am I. I need, I need to get it for my officer. My officer is not comfy at all either. Speaking of Alaska, oh, go ahead. Mine's in the truck, so. Oh, keeping it very secure, I see. (laughs) With everything else, I need to bring in my stuff now anyway. Hunting season's over here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. But speaking of Alaska, I'm going to butcher this. But I think it's called Nunavut. Nunavut? A little island where there's muskox out at. Okay. This is the In the Zone Records brought to you by Zone Protects. A new possible world record for muskox may have been taken out there on the first day of the hunt, of the new, new Nevada hunt in August 31st. Um, she's taken by a 57-year-old. His name is Aaron Wark of California. The preliminary score 
of 138 and four, 100, I cannot use my words today, 131 inches and four eighths of a point. I don't know how they score a muscotch. Could possibly beat the old world record taken in 2020. And that was 130 and four eighths of a point. Um, so the drying period is coming to an end for it to officially be dried and can be scored. This thing looks huge. First of all, um, it's giant. Uh, I don't know what the, this is like a dang big buffalo that lives in the Arctic, but congratulations to him. He said that they covered about 20 miles in a day and it's not flat. I've heard it sucks to hunt out there as well. I heard in the winter, it's either cold or in the summertime, it's just marshy. So this was taken in the, yeah, so this was taken in August. So, you know, it was thick marsh, lots of bugs. Must have been fun to carry that dang thing out. Probably still, so, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to him. We'll have the picture posted up or whatever we do with it on our Instagram page. So be sure to follow us at DD Outdoors on Instagram. And, Dustin, you want to catch us up on what's happening with the crocodile in a bow? All right. Uh, according to Outdoor Life, uh, Josh Bomers. World record crocodile with a bow. Apparently, he arrowed a giant 16 foot 3 inch crocodile in Tanzania. Claiming I like how they have the three inches. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes that counts, man. That's true. <laughs> it's very important that sometimes. <laughs> but he, he's claiming that he's got the, world re- the new world record. But uh, apparently no agency has verified it. While photos and video of, of it goes viral, Josh is being criticized about the hunt if it was legal and if the croc is actually a world record. Uh, you read on into the article and Josh and his wife Sarah have been putting a bad taste in Hunter's mouth across the world. It started back in 2016 when they strapped a GoPro to a spear and apparently it harvested a black bear. I have yet to see the video. Uh, Dell here says it was pretty brutal. But Under Armour dropped their sponsorship with them and spear hunting was banned in Alberta after that. Both were involved in a poaching ring during 2015 to 2017 which resulted in federal charges last year now his wife sarah also claims she harvested a world record croc back in 2021 but killed a bigger one september last year but safari club international has no record of josh or sarah setting any world record crocs or any records at all really I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Why should it be? Why? I mean, okay, first of all, where's the crocodile? Well, I, Sec- he's got pictures and videos of it. Yeah. No, that's for a second of all. Maybe it's a world record in a different, uh, like, group or organization. I mean, just because <laughs> Safari Club calls it. The, I support Safari Club. I'm a Safari Club member. Don't get me wrong, but just because Safari Club says it's not a record in their book, could there be a different book? Is there the 
the whatever they are is a book of world records. So maybe it's just a world record in their book. Yeah, I mean, who's who's to say, you know, whose world record book are they looking at? I agree with you. Uh, but it seems like the crocodile's missing. They are trying to, to go about, I guess, doing this legal. I'm, I'm playing everything's legal here. Uh, they got to <laughs> get it back into the States, I guess. I, I, do they, does Safari Club send somebody there? I don't. I don't know how this works. I'm sure, I'm sure Safari Club has measures in Africa, but it's like that muskox that Safari Club is uh, going to score. It has to go through a certain, like I think it was a 60 day drying period, so it has to wait a certain amount of time before you can get an official score for it. Um, I know, like Safari Club has official measures in like all different areas. We can go on Safari Club and look it up, and you can find one in your area. And um, I believe Josh was saying that. It's not very many bow hunters that go after crocodiles. No, why? Why the heck would you it, want to shoot it, a? Cro- and I'm with you on that one. It's not. Yeah. It's not a whole <laughs> lot of people with that mentality. Uh, yeah. If I'm going after a beast like that, that is two to three times my size, I'm going to pack a, a, a bigger rifle. Yeah. yeah. Rifle. But no, it's, yeah, I mean, but also what's interesting is the Tanzania government's looking into it. So, like, you think they're my understanding Tanzania's or just the Tanzania's the officials have said everything was legal. So, the question is just why? So, I guess the size, I guess, is the question now. So, now the, the question is the size of it, and the question is. Is it a world record, essentially? Is that is that what I'm getting at here? That's the way I'm taking it. Is, is the Tanzanian official wild and game, whatever they call it, there has said everything is legal. I guess now the dispute for them is just getting somebody there to measure it. Really, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Or did it get lost in shipment? I mean, I'm just... the day thing looks damn big. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you a 16 foot, three inch alligator from a 16 foot crocodile, you know, right. me, the damn thing's big. I mean, so I, I don't know. I mean, but what they all look the, damn big when you go to the zoo. What was the r- world record bow harvested crocodile prior to this? R- let's look it up. World record bow harvested crocodile. Dial in Tanzania. Oh, well, they're the first one that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the, it's all about, oh my goodness, it's all just people just, oh my goodness. Okay. Um, here, we got to take Tanzania out. The world record bow harvested crocodile. Oh my, it's them again. Why, let's see. And the, it, uh, it, it's flooded the, 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 this is literally but it's all about the same controversy I just want I don't care about the controversy I mean I don't really I don't see here's my thing why I look for this sparks outrage here's my thing though I don't I don't understand what the outrage is first of all 
second of all, it sounds like, god dang, that thing is damn huge, too. I would not get near that with a damn rifle. You need to give me like a like a military sniper. Um. Anyways, let's see. Let's look in the SCI record book here. Can I get into it? I don't think I can. How about you online this? Rec. We'll try something fast, too. Um, world, but anyways, <laughs> um, um, world record for honey. I don't, this is, I mean, these people have taken it, but this is what I'm getting though. Also, if, if it wasn't them that killed it, I don't think there'd be much of a controversy, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But at twenty-five yards with an eighty-four pound bow and a five hundred thirty grain arrowed, he's he's. I I punched in, you know, world record crocodile with boat twenty twenty, trying to go back before all this, and it's still he's everything there, everywhere. Yeah, these people must uh. They must have a good SEO person they pay for to have all their crap just pop up. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to watch. They're probably the world record crocodile um, before, or the world record crocodile ever recorded, not killed, is, according to Guinness Book of World Records, is 17 feet and 11 inches, almost 18 feet long. Holy crap. Where's it at? Yeah, it's, it's a Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, Kids is it a wild one or is it in captivity? In captivity. Right. I don't at? know, man. The... Damn that. Uh, it, they know, got a giant this... one down there at uh, uh, Myrtle Beach. Doesn't say where Caseus, he is in wherever, someplace in uh, Australia. Damn, this thing's huge. Holy crap. But yeah, the, the, whoever these Bomar people are, I give it to them. I know people are probably not going to like me saying that. You can't find anything about the previous world record crocodile. <laughs> you know, it's all with them. It's like they 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 took over the headlines on that one. That's for damn sure. Yeah, they're getting their name out there. More power to them. Yeah, it. yeah. So I don't, I couldn't tell you what the previous world record is, but watch it be like sixteen feet and two inches. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting. It will be really interesting to see what it says. If I mean, I, hopefully they can get it confirmed because, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just going to give them props just because you're going in with a crocodile that close, you know. Yeah. 25 yards. Jesus, please. And the video yeah. I saw, he was in a gl- ground blind. Yeah, that's how they hunt him there. Like, they put the bait out because I've watched on, like, Jim Shockey and stuff. They put the bait out and you hide behind it with a ground blind and they have guns usually. You can pop it over the damn bow. Oh my goodness! Let's see. Okay, let's see. What is the world record alligator? I know they aren't the same. The world record alligator was nineteen feet and two. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Duh. It's nineteen feet. So I didn't know alligators got bigger than crocodiles. I guess that would make sense though. More alligators than crocodiles. I'm, you know, just cruising through the the 
review there. People also ask, and one of the que- the things was, how big was a 28-foot crocodile? I'll give you a hint. It was 28 foot. <laughs> Can you convert that to subway footlongs? 28. <laughs> oh, people are special. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, Lord. Well, we thank you guys for listening to us here at D&D Outdoors. We hope you enjoyed the show. As always, we're coming weekly now, and this one will be on YouTube. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you're heading to work, it will be over soon.